0: You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back into another episode of Locked On Aggies presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Cole Thompson back in the driver's seat talking all the things Texas A&M. And today, why don't we talk about the new NIL rulings and how SEC coaches are adapting to it. And what we can expect moving forward for Texas A&M. NBA Draft Code Chad Forbes locked on NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow and locked on NBA host John Carlisle will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked on NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Bill Bart. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow on Locked On MBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. As always, if you like this show and what you like, what you're hearing, make sure you're following me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. I am the host of the show and I love public feedback. Anything you can do to make this a more quality-sounding podcast, Monday through Friday, give me a follow, give me a shout-out, and I will add it into the mix. Secondly, Locked On Aggies. Lockdown Aggies is your number one source for all things 12-man related content found here on LOP. You can subscribe on iTunes, listen on Spotify, and if you can't do any of that, listen live every single day at LockdownPodcast.com. So, for anybody who doesn't know about the new NIL ruling, it's the name, image, and likeness promo that what it means, long story short, if you really want to, is that now players can get paid for their name, image, and likeness. So, anything that they sell... Anything that has their name on it, anything that has a photo of them, any autograph, they can auction it off. Anything they say to the media outside of an SID ruling, you can pay to go ahead and do that. Those are all things you have to do. But what was very interesting is that Alabama quarterback Bryce Young has yet to play with the first team offense in 2021. Has thrown a grand total of, what was it, 22 times last year? has made over $1,000,000 in the new NIL ruling. Yeah, that's honestly the only answer you can go with. Because if I've never once heard in my life, $1,000,000 for a player, for somebody who may or may not be anything, this is what he did in high school. And I do think that's a big deal. But my opinion probably doesn't matter because why do you want to hear my opinion you probably want to hear the opinion of another guy how about hear from sec coach and former alabama offensive coordinator lane kiffin what he had to say on bryce young having a million dollars before even taking a snap with the first team offense as alabama's new starter i'm, I'm still blowing away on this bryce young like <laughs> you guys made a million dollars already it's good, man. He, should, he don't need to play next year against us. I and mean, I mean, it's mind-blowing. So there you go. Even Lane Kiffin's like, and by the way, Lane Kiffin was the star of SEC Media Days yesterday. He absolutely was. He was the absolute GOAT. And I honestly want him to be the next head coach in Alabama. Because my God, just imagine that program. Back to the main part of the story. Even he's blown away $1 million for a dude that hasn't done jack crap. How much is that going to affect Texas A&M? Well, Bryce Young actually won't do a damn thing to affect Texas A&M. Besides beating them on October 9th or losing to them on October 9th when the Aggies play the Crimson Tide at Kyle Field, which is going to be the biggest storyline of all to talk about later on and I would say the most time month of October. But what it does is it shows that these top recruits are now going to get offered so much money by boosters, by programs, by businesses in the local area because if they want to be the next great team, the next great dynasty for that matter. They want to be it. They want to be that team. And the only way that they can be that team is by making sure that they pay these recruits who are superstars. Now again, I remember when I was in Alabama, Amari Cooper was like the 15th or 16th ranked wide receiver in that draft class. Chris Black was the number two wide receiver in that recruiting class. That's how talented he was. He was the can't-miss generational gem. And he never was healthy. He never was able to get on the field consistently. He had to transfer to Mizzou, and then when he got to be part of the Tigers' offense... He was a little bit better than maybe a number three receiver. Like he was a low end number two on an SEC program team. But if Chris Black would have been Bryce Young that time ago, he would have made $550,000 within about a year. Wouldn't have to really play. Wouldn't have to really worry about it. Because the fact of the matter is what you did in high school was so prominent. You never have to work a day in your life again on the football field because of what your name, image, and likeness did. And by the way, there are people out there who will always believe, oh, he's going to turn it around. Oh, he's going to figure it out. And then this Rick Carter is going to be worth a million dollars. So I'll pay right now $400 for the autograph because I'll make a 200% profit in 10 years. Maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe it does, but it doesn't matter. Because if all these people are signing that paraphernalia because the fans want it. And for Texas A&M, a big school with big boosters with an average revenue of over $200 million a year. This is a big deal. I'm not saying that Texas A&M is going to have to come to deals with a lot of people, but Double Dave's, they could come to deals with LJ Johnson. And then LJ Johnson goes and recruits out in inside fair and gets kids that are looking at Texas and Alabama and LSU. Just go up the road to College Station. You could probably go get Musa Muhammad, a deal with um, Chingy's. Yeah, Chingy's. He goes back to North Carolina. Hey, they do really good work down at College Station. You, the number one defensive end, or the number one linebacker, or the number one quarterback in the, uh, in the state, you come to Aggieland. They'll pay you. And they'll pay you real nice. It's not just about finding the right recruits. It's also about having your recruits do the grunt work to help land better talent. I have said this for a while and people always chuckle. Head coaches in college football are Leonardo DiCaprio. When he's playing Jordan Belfort in the Wolf of Wall Street. He's going to get you guys. They're going to make the deal sound great. And whatever happens, happens. You may get screwed out of playing. You may get screwed out of playing. You may get lucky and be a starter. But coaches will get the recognition because of the recruits they land. And it's evident now more than ever with the new NIL ruling. These coaches that we say are great and fabulous. Think of it as a stock market tumble. And people now are buying stocks in other companies that are slowly rising. And they're taking their stocks out before they don't walk away with the profit. That is what's going to happen in college football with the new name, image, and likeness. I'll discuss why that's going to happen on the other side of this. This episode of Locked on Aggies is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to make all your bets in the sporting action. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline.ag and use your laptop or mobile device to check out all their great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Head over to the website and use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag your online sportsbooks experts. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, let's get this started. People were asking, why is this NIL ruling really hurt Texas A&M? As well, let's just start off with the helping point, because everyone wants to know how it's it, it. Well, here's the good news: now players who want to stay in the state of Texas will, well, plain and simple, they will because there will be companies that are willing to pay for it coaches now will be able to say these boosters work in these organizations and these boosters have deals with our program to where they will you will get a significant margin because fans buy in i don't think you understand how much of a big enough revenue texas a&m has and how much it's jumped since they moved from the big 12 to the sec it has grown by nearly a hundred percent in the decade that texas a&m has left the Big 12. That's how much of a revenue they're bringing in. Because of now they represent a conference where the storyline is, it just means more. With all that in mind, that is the game plan. And that is the game Texas A&M is going to play. When they go into Recruit's house and they say, listen, you can go to Texas where they haven't won a Big 12 title in over a decade, or you can come here where you will be facing off against NFL talent every single Saturday. And if you're good enough, NFL evaluators will be going to watch a player that we face off against and leaving wanting to know more about you. That's the pitch. That's the old pitch. Here's the new pitch. Everything I just said, plus, by the way, you know that booster right there that's with me on this plane? Yeah, he's willing to give your mom not only a job, He's also willing to pay you to say, I love Gumby's Fried Chicken. I love Gumby's Fried Chicken. It is the best. Come stop by and use the promo code Dion or Jackson to receive a 10% discount in a commercial. You will get 40% of all revenue from that commercial. So now not only are you going to get recognized by a scout at the NFL level if you're good enough, and you're also going to go to one of the best facilities in the country, and not only will you be able to grow and face off against top-tier talent every day in practice, you also will get paid to do it. And you'll get paid an exceedingly amount because of the revenue that Texas A&M and businesses bring in yearly to do so, and businesses are 100% going to sign on. Because think about this: you win a national title, that means more merch, that means more more promotional deals, that means more exposure to the to the town. So a team like college, like a city like College Station, it's very much its own entity. Not a lot's around it, very quiet. But when you get to the town, you can tell right there, it's a college town. It thrives based off of the Aggies. The Aggies is the reason why College Station is a profitable town. You want to know what else is like that? Almost every single town in the SEC. Tuscaloosa is like that. Oxford, Mississippi is like that. Columbia, South Carolina is like that. Knoxville, Tennessee is 100% like that. They are college towns. They're not Austin. Where in Austin, you have basically work going on, and right next door is the McCombs Business School. Work going on in the journalism department is two doors down. And when you go into class, you can stop by a Jimmy John's and pick up a sandwich where most of the locals eat, not where most of the college students eat. In California, with USC, same thing. It's in Pasadena. There's a lot more going on than just USC. In Washington, I'll give Washington this. They have done a fabulous job making the University of Washington a beautiful spectrum right outside downtown Seattle. They got it right, but they still include it in Seattle and there's more to do in Seattle. You don't have that in the South. You don't have that at these SEC programs like College Station, Tuscaloosa, Auburn, Athens, Knoxville, Oxford. list goes on and on and on. That's beneficial for every business because then they know if we win a national title, holy crap. We are going to get so much exposure. People are going to want to be here. It drives fans in weekly. And fan bases already are exploding in the SEC. I'll tell you this right now. It's not me being an Alabama homer. It's me being honest. In the SEC, yeah, Tuscaloosa on Friday nights, you cannot go on the quad because of tents are getting set up and people are showing up there. You want to know where else that's happening? College Station for the Midnight Yell. It happens on these campuses where the college town is the story. And college towns will buy into that. Now, major producers, a Starbucks on town, a Jimmy John's on town, a a all, Wild Wings, maybe they don't do a deal because unfortunately you don't have local commercials for those you have national commercials where it's all a national brand but any local brand now can do that crap you can go to a tattoo parlor get a tattoo from the guy and then say i got this tattoo from on a hard ink hardware or something like that like let's just call it that and if they kind of deal with you you can get all your tattoos for free as long as you're driving in business. Because if that artist is good enough, he'll make up every single penny of what he was going to charge you on students who aren't athletes. That's in favor of Texas A&M. That's in favor of all these SEC schools. That's in favor of all these top-tier programs trying to earn that legacy. Trying to earn their keep. But on the flip side, there is a negative. Negative. And I kind of heard about that when I was at Big 12 Media Days. Again, I work multiple jobs. I cover SEC. I cover Texas A&M. I also cover the Big 12. And I also cover Texas. That's my profession. I do a lot of things in this state. And I heard why certain things matter. And I'm going to talk about that and how it could hurt Texas A&M in just a quick moment. Got a quick question for you all. What's your flavor? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, of course I'm talking about Built Bar, the greatest protein bar out there on the market. Did you know that Built Bar has 9 delicious flavors that are all covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew? So whether you're a coconut gal, a cherry guy, a raspberry child, it doesn't really matter. They all have great flavors and everything is different for you. Plus, if you don't know what flavor you want, you can always get the mixed box where you'll get 2 of each flavors. There's 9 total that you're going to love. Each bar usually carries about 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugars, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Go visit BuiltBar.com and type in LOCKED15 as the promo code to save 15% off your very next purchase. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built Bar. Stop eating the salty sweets and enjoy a treat that will meet your needs. Built Bar from BuiltBar.com. Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked On Podcast Network. Listen to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On in Odyssey, featuring analysis from DOAC NBA Box, Chat, Orb, and Odyssey NBA expert Brian Scalabine, former NBA GM Ryan McDonough. Are Locked On NBA local experts will make the selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast listening systems. Odyssey is your audio home for all sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. So... I said that there was a positive with Texas A&M and the new NIL ruling, and I do think that that's true. Million dollars for a player seems very nice, but you can't give everyone a million dollars. Bryce Young is an anomaly. Like Bryce Young is great. I have no doubt that Bryce Young is going to be a good quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be Tua Tagovailoa. vailoa I don't know if he's going to be Mac Jones. I don't know what he's going to be, but he ain't going to be bad. I can tell you that much. He's not going to be a bad quarterback. What's interesting, though, is to see how this now affects another part. So I was at Big 12 Media Days, and I was listening into the conversations, and I heard a lot of people talk about how the NIL is good for their programs. Heard it from Iowa State with Ames, Iowa. I heard it from uh, Chris Kleiman, head coach of Kansas State, from Manhattan, Kansas. Heard it from Neil Brown, a really interesting guy. From Morgantown, West Virginia. I heard it even from Dave Aranda. Waco. Where Waco is really kind of a dry town. But there's enough business up there. And there's enough people who have built their homes. That they would be able to build Baylor up. You know where I didn't hear it from? Steve Sarkeesian. You didn't really hear that much from him. In Texas. Their national brand. They should know better. It's not really heard that much from Lincoln Riley. Because it's Norman, it's Oklahoma, you play for the Sooners, you don't have to worry about that. I didn't really hear it that much from TCU, even though I do think TCU would be one of the prime spots, because if you've ever been to Fort Worth, you have to be very wealthy to be there, and also, it's a Texas Christian university. Yeah, it's in the Big 12, it doesn't mean that it's not cheap. Yeah, those are those are places I didn't hear it from. The, the big programs, the ones where Football is kind of proven. Our record speaks for itself. Cool story, bro. You want to know what doesn't speak for itself? Money. You want to know what kids want when they're 18 years old and have all the answers? Money. Money. Sells. So what does this do? It helps smaller programs build their rosters in a very... Big way. So Texas A&M, they're all in on this kid from North Carolina. He's a five-star safety. Can't be beat. You offer him a cut, you offer him a deal, you know, there's businesses around. He's going to be making about, uh, let's just go with $80,000 a year. About $80,000. Based off his NIL. Be a five-star safety in the SEC. Or... North Carolina State calls him. We'll give you $250,000 off your name, image, and likeness. You stay home, and you are the biggest fish in a small pond. This is your campus. This is your town. This is your story. That's going to happen more. That's going to happen so much more than anything else. Because when you look right now at what this program is and what this is going to do. Kids, I remember being 18. I remember being young and stupid. You want to know how I know that? Because I signed on a dotted line. I was going to pay this amount of money to go to this university. And I didn't think a second thing of it. I said, sure. Sure. I want to go to college. I want to get an education at this university. And then the bill showed up when I was a graduated college student. And I said, crap, I have bills. I just spent X amount of money. I'm not going to tell you how much I spent to go to school. To then I owe this amount of money. So there we go. You can't offer the entire deal to everyone. Like Bryce Young. But a Cincinnati can. They, can, they can't they can offer it to everybody, but they can offer it to a five-star. Maybe, maybe two or three five-stars total. A Kansas State can. Maybe three or four five-stars, because they make a little bit more. But then again, if Cincinnati gets two five-stars, and then they get three-star talents to come in, and four-star talents to help recruit, and they're still getting paid a good $60,000. 50000 whatever you want to make. And then they make the college football playoff because if it's expanding to 12 teams, well, that just even the playing field. I can go stay in my home state, not go anywhere, be a big fish in a small pond, and absolutely crush it. Or I can go to Texas A&M or in Alabama or one of these other programs, maybe, maybe get some playing time, get paid, But maybe or maybe not go to the NFL and get a lot of money after that. This is a big problem. And no matter how you look at it, it's a positive and it's a negative. That's the way I view it. I think it's a positive that players are getting paid. I really do. But the problem is, I know an 18-year-old mind. Because I'm still young enough to remember myself at 18. I saw the best offer I could get and I took it. They didn't really care about anything else. That's all I cared about. And then because of that, people who were younger than me, and maybe they thought, oh, well, I have better grades, I have better this, X, Y, Z. I'm going to get that same thing. And when they didn't, it became a problem. Kind of the same view. This isn't going to affect Texas AM extensively, but it will hurt them over time. Eventually, you'll start seeing Texas A&M still be top ten in recruiting, but you will see a Rutgers make the top ten consistently for a little bit, or North Carolina State make the top ten, or a UCF, or a Tulsa, or even a Coastal Carolina. You'll start seeing them rise up in the rankings because if they get one or two really good players that maybe would go to an Alabama on a normal day, but instead want to play right away, want to get paid an exceedingly amount of money and want to contribute to where that money can even expand over time and then they really are the face of the organization to where they make so much money. I'm very thankful that Bryce Young is going to be the, I don't want to call him the sacrificial lamb because that's wrong, but he is going to be the scapegoat for how one person does not make this for everyone. But the biggest problem is going to be Arch Manning. When Arch Manning comes up, he's getting looked at by every school. He's the 2023 number one recruit. That's two more years. What is he going to get offered? What is he going to get on the market? That's going to really set things up. And kids are going to think, I deserve that amount of money. And because if you won't pay me that amount of money, I am going to find a way to go to a school that does pay me that amount of money. And at that point, they're going to start recruiting kids that they really like to go join them at that school. And then it evens the playing field. That's the reality of it. The NIL is a great thing because of players who have earned the right after putting in hours and hours, families who have put in time after time, spent money that they haven't had for their child to have an opportunity to go to school for their God given talent. Yeah. Yeah. That 100% is worth it. But a kid is going to see an Arch Manning get $5 million by the time that he is a freshman or after his freshman year. And they're going to say, nah, man, want Arch Manning money. You give me Arch Manning money, I'll come play for your school. And then maybe Deion Sanders is able to pay him. My bad. Coach Sanders is able to pay for that to happen. That's good it for this edition of Locked on Aggies. Make sure you're following us on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson and at Locked on Aggies. On tomorrow's show, it is Jimbo Fisher recap of SEC Media Days. We're breaking down everything that Fisher said, what was left unsaid, and where are some areas that the team needs to improve and how we feel going into the year after what was said during the time in Hoover, Alabama. See you tomorrow, and remember, kick him, y'all. This has been Locked on Aggies, presented by the Locked on Podcast Network.